Four, please. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the six o'clock pairing. On the tee, from River West, please welcome Gabe Neitzel. Also on the tee, from the third ward, this is Stephen Watson. It's Monday evening, and you're on the tee. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. Now to take you around the course. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City. Alongside Stephen Watson, here's Gabe Neitzel. that are unaware of what the WSGA does, what the WSGA is. So we're going to educate you just very briefly because they are embarking on something that is really cool this summer that we're going to be talking about from time to time on this very program. The Wisconsin State Golf Association. So they're really much like, you know, if you watch the PGA Tour, there are a number of different governing bodies of golf. The WSGA kind of handles a lot of the amateur competitions in the state of Wisconsin. The WPGA handles the professional side of things. And the WSGA today launched their America's number one golf internship. They they put this out there during this golf offseason, wanting to have one player play 50 different courses in 50 days in the state of Wisconsin and just pub all the different golf courses in the state. And, and what they decided to do ultimately was split it because 50 courses in 50 days is a daunting task. Uh, and they've split it between someone you may be familiar with and someone you may have never heard of. Patrick Koenig is the one you've never heard of. 41 years old, out of California, and he is going to be splitting these duties with Bobby Stricker, who you may know better as Steve Stricker's daughter, played collegiately at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, she's qualified here. Uh, she won the, uh, I can't, now I'm blanking on the, uh, the the women's tournament that they play where the winner uh, got to play in the Symmetra Tour event uh, up at Brown Deer. Um, they would do it in late July. She, she won that tournament a couple of years ago. This, then got to play for, in the Symmetra Tour event on, on a sponsor's exemption. Uh, so, Obviously, tremendous, tremendously talented golfer, and she actually started this whole thing today, teeing off at Erin Hills. Yeah, not a bad place to start, right? Which, somehow she had never played before. The amazing thing, when I, I heard about this and I was talking to some representatives from the WSGA about this internship, which we will get into depth about, because it is, w- what an opportunity, not only for these two golfers, but for the state of Wisconsin to showcase what we know, Gabe, as the hidden gem of golf in this country. But they had said that Bobby Stricker, she played for the Badgers. She plays competitively on the side, trying to qualify for the Symmetra Tour. And she has never played some of the top courses in the state. Which is wild when you think about the fact that Steve is her dad, who could get her on any course she would like. And she has the opportunity to probably walk on to any course that she desires. But because of her competitive schedule... She hasn't had the opportunity to drive around the state and go and play in Erin Hills, a Whistling Straits, a Century World, a Sand Valley. My understanding is she has not played any of those courses, and she's only going to play an abbreviated version of this because she does have a competitive schedule. But starting at Erin Hills, like 
her dad has played that course as a U.S. Open. She's walked it watching her dad, but this is the first time that she's getting a chance to play it. My favorite quote from Bobby in this whole thing was she was looking for, this is from a piece at Wisconsin.golf, saying that she's looking forward to playing Central World because, quote, my dad won something there when he was an amateur or a junior. <laughs> hey, he won something there once. So, like, clearly Steve had been talking about this at some point. She's like, oh, okay, it sounds like a fun course. And that's actually on my list, Century World, one of the more renowned golf courses in the state of Wisconsin that I have not played. Yeah. And now they're going to be having a U.S. Senior Open up there. Uh, they had a, a WSGA, not a, a USGA event there just a couple of years ago. Um, so I'm really looking forward to potentially playing that at some point this summer. But it started making me think because 50 rounds, 50 days was the initial plan. And now Koenig and, and Strick are going to be splitting this. What course do you want to play in the state of Wisconsin that you haven't? 800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. Or if you want to hit us up on the talk and text line, again, that number is 800-990-3776. Is there a course in the state of Wisconsin that you have not played that you want to, Stephen? Are we talking public or private? Yes. Okay. Well, then my, my list goes to two. Because I have not played Century World myself. So okay. I think I'm going to put that as my 1A just because of the sheer beauty of that place. I, I The flower hole is something that I've, from people that have got an opportunity to play that hole, mm-hmm. like I want to experience that myself. Sure. And there's no reason that I, I, I have no excuse for the fact that I haven't driven three hours to go play it at this point because I've driven... A lot farther to go play golf, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I go, I've been to Sand Valley many times. It's about the same trip. Yeah. So I, I hope to get up to Century World. They're not opening until August um, because of COVID, and they won't also get the course. They're doing some renovations before that senior open. So I hope maybe by the end of the summer, early fall, I can get up there for the first time. If we're going private, I still have never played Blue Mound. You've never played Blue Mound? See, I thought Milwaukee CC would be the... Uh would be on the list. Well, it, it, it's definitely high on the list. I had the pleasure of uh, playing it in November for the first time. Really? Got the I know call, a guy man. who knows Big a guy. Time. I don't even know a guy who a knows thing. a guy. And he uh, he slipped me on. We we played. Uh, Nobody else was really on the course. They were going on uh, undergoing some pretty big renovations last sure. year, and I think into early this year. And um, I see what the hype is all about. At Milwaukee Country Club. Yeah. I've never played it. Never been there. I've played Blue Mound. Milwaukee is probably the last of the country clubs that I haven't been able to get out on in the Milwaukee area. Yeah, I I think they just do a fantastic job. It it almost looks like they cut the fairway into the bunker with a scissor. Like It's like that (laughs) pristine. Sure. Like, you know, there are are a few courses that are just that well-maintained. The course has great character. Um, it's not easy. The greens are impeccably difficult. I mean, that's how it protects itself. Um, so yeah, I had a really fun experience out there in November um, with, with some friends. But Blue Mound, I still haven't been on, and that, that that's um, the one in the Milwaukee area that I still would have at top of my list. But if we're talking statewide, I, I got to get out to Century World. Yeah, uh, Century World is definitely on my list. And again, we're talking about. Uh, Best courses, or just any course, doesn't even have to be the best course. Any course in Wisconsin that you have not played that you'd like to, 800-990-3776. Milwaukee Country Club is certainly on that list. Um, Century World is on that list. And there are a couple of up north that have made different publication, like top 10 of Wisconsin courses, um, that I'd like to play. Uh, Troy Byrne, 
I believe is the name of the one that is in Hudson, which is right on the border. It's the last town. Yeah, it's the last town you get in, you you pass as you're driving on 94 to get into Minnesota. Have you played Lasonia? I've played both Lasonia. If you go to Lasonia, you don't need to play the Woodlands. The Woodlands is fine. It's it's, It's amazing how different those two courses are. Oh, 100% on the same property. But the Lynx course is awesome. There are some hokey holes to me on the Woodlands course. Um, So if you make. Blind shots. Yeah. If if you make your way to Lasonia and you're thinking you want to play 36, just play the Lynx twice. That's pretty much what I'm telling you. But the Lynx is awesome. Um, I love the Lynx course. Um, But there's also one up in. Way up north, Wisconsin. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but apparently there's a Pete Dye golf course up there. Like, just this local public that I want to go check out. I mean, it's way up there. It's going to take you like five hours just to get I to don't this know golf about course. This course. Yeah, I found out about it last year. Um, and, I, and now I'm blanking on the, uh, the town in which it is in, but it was a, just a strange Pete Dye designed course in the state of Wisconsin that is on the list. Again, it's off the beaten path. Huh. Um, do you have the name in front of you? Do you happen to Google no, it? I'm, oh, I'm okay. trying to find it, but no, I, but just, just because I have such a reverence of, so it's big fish golf club in Hayward. That is the name of it. Um, yeah. yeah. Designed by, designed by Pete Dye. So Sawyer like, County. yeah, it's like in the middle of nowhere, but it was just somehow designed by Pete Dye. I, I want to find out more about this golf club. Yeah. And because I have such respect out of Pete Dye and what he did, at the at uh, at Whistling Straits and at at um, Black Wolf Run, I just have such an affinity for him. Well, he does an unbelievable job. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's, he's everybody knows like he's the most famous golf architect, right? Like last weekend was so fun at Kiowa. Yeah, yeah, he just dude got a dude got a Ryder Cup in '91 without before the course was built. Yeah, like that's how much people within golf respected Pete Dye. Though, and speaking of Pete Dye, one course that I absolutely love. And I know you have not played it because we discussed this right before. That I would recommend for everyone is the original Championship 18 at Black Wolf Run. Yeah, which I don't know how I haven't done that yet. Is my favorite. I think it's the best 18 holes in the state. I really do. Whoa, that's a statement. I think it's the best 18 holes in the state, and it's. I understand why they decided to break it up. Um, you know, to get get more play out there, but. When they, I mean, when when the U.S. Women's Open came back a number of years ago, they decided to go with that original championship 18. But what Kohler does is usually it's the first week in November. And this last year, it was like two and a half weeks because the weather was so nice. As long as the weather cooperates, they shut down 18 and they have the original championship 18 open for play. And it's a screaming deal. Like we're talking less than 100 bucks or like right around 100 bucks, something like that with a cart. It's unbelievable the deal they do. And last year I was so excited to play it in probably the best weather I'm ever going to play it in because it was so nice. Yeah, you catch one of those nice fall days. Yeah, and it was spectacular. It's such an awesome layout. It's such a fun layout. Um, I... I cannot recommend it enough. So keep your eye out for that if you're someone that, you know, early November golf is, and chances are if you're listening to this show either live or on the podcast, like chances are you're a golf junkie like myself and Steven. I cannot recommend that enough because it is such a fun thing to do. You know what I'm really excited about hearing eventually from these interns, you know, we're going to hope to have them on the, the show at some point, is not just talking about for Bobby, what it's like to play Aaron Hills and Whistling Straits. It's to get those like mid courses that we don't talk about. We try to feature one every single week, but those mid courses that really make Wisconsin golf special, like the true hidden gems within the state of Wisconsin's hidden gem, right? Like I think that you can drive 
10 minutes down the road and find just a, a public muni course that is as good as some private courses in other states. Again, well, I just mentioned the one that you didn't mention. I mean, in Hayward, like in the middle yeah. of Hayward, there's in the middle of, not even the middle of Wisconsin, up in northern Wisconsin, there's yeah. a Pete Tiger Town. And, if, and if you're not familiar with how this internship is going to work, why did I not apply to this? I, I, I don't know. You know, but, I really thought about like running it past my bosses here at yeah. ESP in Milwaukee. Just take and, this show on the road. For, yeah. <laughs> like, hey. Just quit I, the TV I, thing and say, hey, I'm going to go play golf. I don't know if my wife would like that, but um, I think that the coolest thing about it is that these interns are getting paid. Yep. They're going to be turning crazy amounts of social content. I mean, the whole design of this is to showcase these courses. So they want the fact that Bobby and that you know, Koenig, they both have big followings on social media, Stricker the name. And, you know, Koenig's been a big Golf follow. photographer, Fo- yeah. Yeah, he, he has great content on his his pages. And um, they're just going to essentially be a walking marketing campaign for the great golf in this state. So they're going to get paid, you know, not a, not a ton. It's about the experience. But they're going to go on the road, room and board, and they're going to play as much golf as they possibly can. Sounds and the awful. more I talk about this, I'm hitting myself. Yeah, no, we sh- we should have figured this out, Stephen. We were this this was a big swing and a miss. Well, uh, if this from is a success in, in year one, WSGA. Hey, year two, we can be the two interns the, next year. We're open for negotiations. Yes. That's for certain. We're Eight, an easy sell. 800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. What course do you want to play that you haven't in the state of Wisconsin in honor of that WSGA internship kicking off today with Bobby Stricker playing Aaron Hills? And again, a lot of golf content going to be coming from that throughout the course of the summer. Speaking of golf t- content, it just seems like they're blessing us with so much golf content. What did we do to deserve the match? PGA Phil winning the video that was seen 10 million times of Bryson DeChambeau getting his uh, walking past Bryce Brooks Kepka and Brooks rolling his eyes. And now we've got Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. We'll break that down and all about the drive coming up next on the tee. Back to the course and on the tee with Gabe and Steven after this on 94.5 ESPN and you're listening to On the Tee with Gabe Neitzel and Stephen Watson on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. If you're wondering why you're listening to On the Tee on a Tuesday, well, it's because we didn't have the show yesterday. Memorial Company Holiday, Memorial Day Company Holiday, so we were not in yesterday. And this is going to be the drill uh, for us going forward on uh, 4th of July and then again on Labor Day. So we are going to be doing some Tuesday shows going forward, but we will be back next Monday here on the tee. But let's go ahead and talk about the match. We found out about it last week. Aaron Rodgers going to be involved. And we discussed that because there are a couple of guys that are going to be involved that can drive it a long way in Ewald's All About the Drive. Sometimes it's all about the drive. But off the tee, it's all about the drive. The best and biggest shots of the weekend. That house is like 400 yards away. Is that good? That's unbelievable. It's all about the drive. On On the Tee is brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile limited warranty on all new vehicles. Visit any of their eight locations today, in-store or online at ewaldautomotive.com. Ewald Automotive. We make it easy. Who do you think runs Tom Brady's social media account? 
Because it's not Tom, right? Like, we're not actually going to give credit to Tom Brady for all the memes that were produced from his account after the match was announced last week. It's way more fun if you think it's Tom, though, right? <laughs> they were so good. The one about Rodgers and the field goal had yeah. me on the floor laughing. But no, there's no way it's actually Tom, but he definitely approves it, right? Like, maybe? Probably? Like, I know he Giannis has, has like, a social media person. Most of the, like, big superstars have somebody doing their social media. For yes. Them. And sometimes those people, like whoever runs Bryson DeChambeau's account, tweet from the wrong account. Whoops. That's happened a couple of <laughs> that's times happened a on couple the PGA <laughs> Tour. <laughs> Thanking the wrong sponsors. Louis Ushay's <sighs> didn't people, uh... Oops. Some intern got fired there, that's for sure. He tweeted out a picture of a, a wrong golfer. <sighs> Not great, Bob. But this is exciting. So on the 6th of July, on 7th, we're going to have the match four. We're going to have Aaron Rodgers, Bryson DeChambeau teaming up against Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. I don't even think this is going to be close, game. I don't see the match being competitive. Because Rodgers and DeChambeau are going to win by that much? No. I am putting all of my shekels on Phil. Phil is like at a new level of confidence and swagger right now coming off the PGA. Yeah. Tom Brady's had... Yeah, he did really great this weekend. Missed missed the cut. As he said in his post-game, you know, or post-round press conference, he said, eh, won the PGA. And that excuse works forever now, right? Like, he, he has earned the right to say after every bad round, eh, Won the PGA. But I... I, I all right. So Tom, Tom Brady is... Let's break this down. Tom okay. Brady's like an eight handicap, right? Yes. We're pretty much saying Phil and Bryson are... Yeah. They're a washout. Even though Bryson's better than Phil. Yes. Rodgers is a four. Yep. You can't tell me that Aaron Rodgers is playing much golf right now. I don't know, man. I think he could be. He is, you know, on a diet, soaking up the sun... They got in golf Hawaii. courses in Hawaii. I don't know. Shailene's got him. You know, Tom Brady played swimming awful and... when they played when he previously played in the match. Yes, he holed out, but people forget he holed out from like 150 yards for a three. <laughs> right, that that wasn't his drive, and he holed out for a two. Nah, hold out for a three. But Phil carried them. Didn't Phil and Brady win? I don't think so. I think no. Tiger and Tiger and Manning won. Because Phil won the first match, and then Tiger won the second match, and then the third iteration of the match didn't even have Tiger because uh, they had Steph Curry and Peyton Manning in with uh, Phil and um, Brady. Brady. But yeah, Brady, and, and didn't Steph and Manning fall apart? I'm pretty sure Phil and Brady won. They didn't win. They didn't win the match two. They didn't beat Tiger and Manning. No, no, no. I'm saying last year. No, and it was Phil and Chuck. Oh, yeah. It was Phil and Chuck versus Manning and Steph. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I I just... This is going to be, without question, the most entertaining of all of them, here's, right? Here's, like here's the, the personalities problem. are so unique. All four of them are so unique. Yes. It's going to make for, like... I think he's going to make for incredible television. So we're going to have to get friend Brian Anderson, who's going to be calling the match. We're going to have to get him on as we get closer to this thing. Because the one thing I think about this whole is is that Bryson is certainly the wild card. Yeah. I think that 
I think that Brady and Rodgers, and we know Phil can have fun with having the people in his ear and Chuck barking at you yep. and all the different things that go he on with the match. throwing a little side bet. Sure. You know, Phil is great te- great television. Oh, 100%. And Phil knows the drill. And I think Brady and Roger. I mean, Brady's been through it, so we know he's good. Aaron Rogers, knows when the I camera think, is on. Yeah. like I've, I've, when, when the camera's on, I'm not worried about Rodgers. However, Bryson DeChambeau, I believe, is mentally weak. Because to bring Brooks Kepka back into this thing. Oh, because he is very much a part of this thing. Oh, without Brooks a Kepka doubt. will be a part of that telecast. If Brooks Kepka isn't... So first of all, TNT, you need to give Brooks a ton of money and make him the on-course respondent. The way that I Justin Thomas is, was. I think JT is, is doing he, is it he, Is he yeah. reprising and that Chuck role? And Chuck is going to be a part of the broadcast as well. We need to figure out a way to get Brooks Kepka involved in this thing. Because all I want, Gabe, is to have... Brooks Kepka in Bryson's ear putting. Well, but here's the th- again. Just like Shaq and Kenny and Ernie I, came on when Chuck was putting. Yeah. I want I want Brooks in Bryson's ear. Because Brooks tweeted after this was announced last week, I'm sorry, bro. At Aaron Rodgers on Twitter. The response from Bryson was, good to know that I'm living rent-free in your head. And Brooks came back with, like, uh, I think it was, um, was it a Snapchat video that somebody had put out there of at a tournament when... This is the PGA. Yeah, when Bryson hit a tee shot, and what, what did they even a call A fan him? said, nice shot, Brooksy. Oh. <laughs> uh, and Bryson goes, we need to get get that guy out of here. So That's why they probably should not allow phones at golf tournaments, because of clowns. But, but Phil knows that he can get into... If Phil's going to get into anyone's head... Oh, he's 100% calling him Brooksy. He's going to get in Bryson's head. Like, I don't think I don't think he can get in Roger's head. You know, if Phil's going to try to mess with someone, it it's going to be Brooks. I don't think he can get in Roger's head. I don't think Roger's going to try anything to get in Brady's or anything. You know, I don't think it's going to come the other way. If there is trash talking and trying to get into someone's head, it's coming from one direction. It's coming from one team to the other team, and it isn't going to be reciprocal. Okay, so how much of the match is going to be the TB12 method versus Bryson's method of working out? Because that is, like, I, I just see Bryson talking about his workouts for far too much of this broadcast. There's no way that he's not talking about what he's done to his body to change the game. Because essentially that's what Aaron has done, and that's, or I'm sorry, that's what Tom has done, that's what Aaron wants to do, right? At what point... Does Aaron roll his eyes because Bryson's talking too much? What's second the overrun? Oh, second hole? Man, I was going to say third <laughs> hole. Maybe, maybe on the practice range. I don't know. I, I there's a lot. I, I see a lot of Aaron and Brooks, like the mindset, kind of that, that killer sure. instinct. And I almost feel like Aaron doesn't really care what Bryson thinks about him. No. And that he wants to make Brooks, like he wants to poke the bear. And he wants he wants to make Brooks be the guy that like wins in this little back and forth of him and Bryson. So like he's gonna really go above and beyond, knowing that camera is on him, to make fun of Bryson or to roll his eyes or to further this entire back and forth. I think this could be fun if it was Brooks and Rogers. Because at least those two I think those two would get along. Like at some point, it's really gonna be three versus one. I really feel that yeah. Phil Tom and Aaron are going to team up at, against Bryson at some point. Yeah, because uh, Bryson is him against the tour. Like, you don't hear about Bryson and his buddies 
on the, on the PGA Tour. I think it's great for the game. We've had this conversation yes. weekly that Bryson is kind of the villain of the PGA Tour. But he doesn't think of himself as the villain. He doesn't see himself as it's the gonna villain. It's going to create some really awkward conversation with Aaron, and it's going to turn into them all picking on Bryson, 100%. And Bryson is... Here's the only thing I'm worried about, is Bryson is going to become self-aware after this, because there are going to be a number of people that are okay with Bryson that turn on him because he's going to be so annoying over the course of 18 holes with a microphone on him. Bryson has to win, right? Like, if Bryson doesn't win, I I agree. I think that he is going to... He's going to pout if he doesn't win. He's going to be on his really his own Bryson Island. If he I, loses the I am really looking Phil forward. is not going to let him forget that. And kudos to the people over at BR and TNT for somehow keeping this franchise going. Yeah. Because the first iteration of the match between Tiger and Phil, as much as it was anticipated, was dud. 100% was a dud, fell flat on its face. I paid $20. It's still sitting on my DVR right now, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> but I can't delete it because I feel like I need to justify the $20 the, I the spent 20 on bucks it. you spent. But the second match got was really fun. Yeah. You know, it was crappy weather, and they did it during uh, the middle of the pandemic last year, you know, when everybody's home, and, and they were able to raise money. And I think that's part of what they've been able to tap into. Now, I don't know if this is going to be raising money for anything uh, with... with uh, Stephen Curry being involved in the previous iteration, they were raising money for different golf programs, and uh, they are going to be HBCUs, donating to Feeding America. Feeding America. So, I think tapping into the charitable aspect makes it a little more tolerable. Because honestly, I really didn't care that Phil Mickelson won nine million or ten million bucks, whatever it was. Because no, but if they're throwing around money to donate to charity, yes. There's like, more on the line. It's, yes. it's what made the NBA All-Star Game way more fun the oh, last two yeah. years when you have something bigger than yourself that you're playing for. Right? And especially when you know Chuck gets in Tom Brady's ear saying, hey, I can beat you. If you hit the green, I'll donate X amount to the charity. Yeah. Like that just, it, it's, it's a lot more fun than a bunch of dudes that have a bunch of money like gambling back and forth that doesn't do it. For, but when there are going to be benefactors like charities, I really get behind it. So kudos to them for resurrecting this thing and finding different ways. And Phil's been the centerpiece of the whole thing. Phil and Tiger, um, you know, maybe if Tiger ever plays golf ever again, he can get back involved with these. But kudos to them yeah. for keeping these fun, keeping these certainly relevant, because I am looking forward to the match on July the 6th. Uh, there was somebody that tweeted at a professional golfer for 25 straight days trying to get him to play a round of golf. We'll discuss that in Fantasy Golf coming up next, but first, we get into this week's Kirko Moment of the Week, presented by Fairways of Woodside. And now, it's time for another Cart Girl Moment, presented by Fairways of Woodside. Oh, how's it going out there? (laughs) Rough start, huh? No, no, that's okay. I think you can wash your own equipment. Only time that's getting touched anyways. But what can I get for ya? This has been another Cart Girl Moment, presented by Fairways of Woodside, home of the premium golf experience. Premium golf, service, and of course, the best golf carts with GPS and Bluetooth speakers. Fairways of Woodside. No ifs, ands, or putts. There's more On the Tee with Gabe and Steven coming up on 94.5 ESPN. This is On the Tee with Gabe Neitzel and Stephen Watson on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. 
different twist this week on our fantasy golf segment. We're still going to talk the Memorial upcoming, but we're going to take fantasy golf and try to make it mean just something a little bit different this week. Who's in the red? Give me another ball. Take a drop, Roy. Roy, just... Give me another ball. Who's in the green? Happy learned how to putt. Uh-oh. This is where we recap the weekend in fantasy golf and prepare you for the next tournament. Brought to you by New Male Medical Center. Guys struggling with low testosterone, ED, and weight loss have had success at New Male. You can too. Schedule your consultation at newmail.com and discover the new you. So yesterday, or excuse me, earlier today, it wasn't even yesterday, earlier today, Max Homa, who won at Riviera earlier this year, responded to someone who tweeted day 25 of tweeting at MaxHoma23 to play around a golf with me. Have a great day, man. Homa responded, all right, man, can't believe you made it this far, but 25 is my favorite number, so you win for real this time. I'm astounded by your persistence. It's admirable and a bit weird, but let's play golf when the season slows down. I'll DM you to set it up. I am truly out of excuses at this point. So, Stephen, my question to you, who is a professional golfer that you think you could tweet at and wear them down to get them to play around a golf with you? First of all, I think this is the creepiest thing. <laughs> I have a serious problem with this. Like, I, I think that, like... If you're Max Homa and you're showing up to play golf with this guy, yeah, you bringing a buddy? Are you oh go- yeah, are you, you going by yourself? I don't think you can go one on one. This is like bordering creepy. I mean, Max himself said this is a little bit weird. Yeah, like if you're that desperate to play with a celebrity and you got to tweet at him five, 25 straight days in a row. I mean, credit Max. He's he is. Well, seems like an all-time guy. So some people are crediting Max. Kevin Van Valkenburg, who writes at ESPN.com, has covered golf at different times. He, tremendous writer. Um, tweeted, my, sent- my sentimental human brain, this is great. My cynical internet poison brain. Man, Max caved way quicker than Weezer, who made that Ohio team tweet at them for like two years before they finally caved and aggrieved <laughs> to cover Africa. So, so some are giving him credit. Others are saying he should have held out for long. So is the question, who would I want to tweet at? No, who do you think you could get? Because, like, obviously you would say, oh, Tiger or Phil or one of these, like, you know, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to tweet at them and they're going to cave. I think if I started, like, really working out and mimicking some of his workout videos, I think Bryson could be. You think you could do Bryson? I'm just trying to think of guys that would, like, be okay enough on social media to like understand the humor without being overly creeped out by it. Sure. I think Bryson has that personality where he would find it endearing that I was like trying his workouts or his power shakes and hey Bryson would love to get on the golf course with you. Here's 25 more burpees for you and I'll do 30 (laughs) tomorrow if that means that we got a chance to play. See I would go Brian Harmon. I would really play up the you're left-handed, I'm left-handed like, I would really try to lean into that, and I think I could somehow accomplish that. What about Plus, Phil? I, would, I mean, we're talking like yeah, but lefty, like, I just don't think that great I, I, on social media. You don't think Phil? I think Phil would I, potentially pull that off for I you. I feel that's like shooting way too high. Well, you, you got to shoot your shot, man. Yeah, but I just don't think there's a chance of that one happening. Like, I think I could actually convince Brian Harmon to play around a round of golf with me. Would you and enjoy that? Brown deer. I don't know anything about Brian Harmon, but, like, would you enjoy playing with 100%, Brian Harmon? 100%. 100%. A, I would enjoy playing with any professional golfer because I have had the... I've been fortunate enough to play in some of the primes for the Symmetra Tour. 
just because we've yeah. done stuff with Milwaukee County Parks. And, you know, we do a show out there playing the Pro-Am. And the, the the women that I've been able to play with are so incredibly damn talented. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But, you know, but they're still stuck on the Symmetra Tour. Only top 10 go on to the LPGA. So to play with somebody who's a top 50 golfer in the world, like, I don't care who you are. I just want to see it. I want to see how you plot your way, especially someone like Brian Harmon, who doesn't bomb the ball like most of the players in the top 50, most of the players around him. Like, I want to see how he maneuvers through a golf course. Like but, That would be fascinating to me. Just because he's lefty, though? No, if, if he could be right-handed. I, I'm just saying I, I feel any like top I would want to enjoy player. the walk a little bit. I just I, I don't see Brian Harmon as being a guy that like I'm going to enjoy 18 holes with. I, I don't know if we're going to like chum it up, but I'm going to have a blast watching him play. And maybe that's just because I'm a golf you would have a, psychopath. You would have a blast watching the top 300 in the world play, right? 100%, yeah, because, because they are so good at something that I am trying to be decent at. What about Bubba? I'm just thinking oh, of lefties. Bubba, yeah, Bubba would be... Uh, would Bubba, like... There's no way Bubba would say yes. A hundred percent. And I don't know if I want to, like, walk 18 holes with Bubba. He's a weird dude. But you do you know anything about Brian Harmon? No. <laughs> but it's more than... It's better than knowing what I know about Bubba. Like the reason that No Laying Up is my favorite golf podcast, it it I absolutely love. I've got an NLU T-shirt on right now. But the reason I found out about them is because they started the. Um, no, now I'm blanking on Bubba's caddy's name, but it was pray for whatever Bubba's caddy name. They had like a meter because Bubba's just always berating his caddy. Yeah, that's true. Pray always for Greller summer. after this past weekend. Oh, oh. man. But I, yeah, and maybe I'm just giving Spieth like a pass because I like Spieth. Can I can I drop a quick stat on you? Hit me. That I saw on Twitter from Justin Ray. That you know before we get into our picks because sure. it's that good of a Tiger stat, and I love a good Tiger stat. And while while we're talking pros, because we obviously yeah. if we had our top choice, it would be Tiger. I got the Tiger hat on. Yeah, like th- th- no question. All right. So Jordan Spieth, we know fell apart this past weekend. He's leading yep. after 54 holes. Just couldn't get it done. Sounds like somebody else that we root for in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. All right. We talked about his daughter enough. <laughs> Jason Kokrak obviously won this past weekend. So Jordan Spieth is now 10 for 20 in his PGA Tour career, converting a 54-hole lead. And this is from Justin uh, Justin Ray. Which you would think would be pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's all because of Tiger. But I, I feel like converting 50%, depending upon... Like, that's probably right around tour average, if not a little bit above average. Okay. So, Justin Thomas, DJ, and Rory are all in between 50 and 60% converting in the last 10 years. Yep. Okay. Tour average the last 10 years, when leading and co-leading, is just 35%. So, that just shows you the difference of those top guys in the world at getting it done after 54 holes. So, 50% for Spieth, while it's not quite as good as some of his contemporaries, still pretty damn good. Yes. Tiger <laughs> was or is 55 for 59 <laughs> at converting. That's 55 for 59 that's so for stupid. converting a 54 hole lead. That's so outrageous. That's so stupid. That is a whole nother level of talent. That's so outrageous. Just like the page, like, again, I, I feel like so many people ruin the curve for so many others. Like Tom Brady and the Patriots, now even Tom Brady going on with the Buccaneers, he won his seventh. But they just ruin and wreck the curve for literally every other quarterback out there. Because I, like, 
in the early 2000s, I don't remember anybody going, oh, Ron Wolf really wasting Brett Favre's prime. You know, they, they had won a Super Bowl, they went to another, yeah. and there were some disappointments in there, but now because the Patriots won six and Brady has won seven, every quarterback had their prime wasted by somebody. Yeah. Because I it, that stat, I, I've had my jaw drop on a number of Tiger stats. I mean, his, his streak of made cuts is never going to be broken. It's, it's maybe the best... You know, so, streak in all of so sports. Dumb. But 55 of 59 tournaments, He's he has converted so to a win after 54 holes. Man, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that is unreal. Yeah. It, 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 I just, I couldn't even imagine, like, the mental strength that he has on a golf course to just have that, that level of confidence that he is going to get it done. I was I was watching something this weekend. I can't recall what it was, but they were talking about how you know, kind of going from different levels of golf and how wild it is to be like in this qualifier, right? Like a U in a U.S. Open qualifier, and you know that you're the best player in the field, and you advance. But then you get to like that last round before the U.S. Open. Now you're looking around and going, "Oh man, I might not be the best." Yeah. Right. So that that's that takes that takes a hit. Mm-hmm. Whenever Tiger Woods walked on a golf course, he knew he was the best. And everybody he played against knew it, too. Yeah. That's the wild like, part. They were already a few strokes down. Yeah. <sighs> Never going to be another Tiger Woods. Who you got this week? Memorial. Always a big, fun tournament. Tough golf course. Yeah. Um, Jack's Place. Who do you Who do you got for this weekend? In your one call, that's all Gruber Law Officer's pick. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we've said this about a lot of courses, and you could say this about any course. It's a ball striker's course. And if you look at past winners... On this course, Patrick Cantley, John Rahm. You got Bryson, Bryson, Jason Duffner. Bryson, I think, is an outlier because it's not a huge big hitters. I mean, this is like a tight track, really tight fairways, a lot of woods, a lot of trouble you can get into. This is an iron player's golf course. Stricker won here previously. Yeah. I have Colin Morikawa winning this weekend. And um, a lot of that is because he's had success on that golf course. He won the Workday Charity Open, which is played on the exact same last golf year. Course. Yeah, they they went back to back same golf course yep. last year. If you remember when the PGA Tour initially came back, one was the Memorial, one was not. Yeah, I mean he's the best tee to green player on the tour statistically right now. He has finished in the top twenty last four events. He's made twelve straight cuts. I just see him as being the guy that's going to win double digit tournaments. I just think he has that type of talent. And I think a, a place like Memorial really suits him. I'm going with Colin Morikawa this weekend as my Gruber Law Office's one call, that's all pick. So once again, we're thinking similarly. I did not take the same guy, but there is a group of three young players that are going to be grouped together, and one's kind of separating themselves because he hasn't really had success. So he's almost being left behind, and now he's dealing with an injury. I'm talking about Matthew Wolf, Colin Morikawa, and then there was one other player that came out as part of that group of three that were able to qualify for the PGA Tour without really having to go through uh, the not the symmetric tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, yep. and, and and grind your way through that. And I'm taking Victor Hovland. Yeah, Victor Hovland. He's um, he's due for a win. He's due for a win. He's got two already. Um, 
But he was playing well. Valspar T3, Wells Fargo T3 before getting a T30th at the PGA Championship. So he has been playing good golf as of late. Uh, and I think that he can really put together, again, because it's a ball striker's place, that's something that he is really good at, struggles at time from, you know, time to time with the putting. Uh, but I think Victor Hovland, I'm taking, I'm going young as well, but I'm going with a different ball striker in terms of Victor Hovland this week. And I think both, both of those striker. guys could win a major by the end of this year too. Yeah. I mean, they are... They're both playing as good of golf consistently the entire PGA Tour season. And this this season has been so unbelievably hard to predict. It really has been. There have been. been three golfers that have won multiple tournaments. Bryson DeChambeau, Stuart Sink, and then uh, the guy who just won this past weekend. Jason Kokrak. Kokrak, yeah. He's all in, 2020. Yeah. That was a post he made on a social media account, making some sort of poker reference. He was shoving <laughs> chips in the middle. It was very awkward. It was very strange. I don't know why he did it, but it's working out for him in now 2021. We've got to feature a course, and we are just talking about Jack's place, Jack Nicholas. Well, we're going to feature his lone standalone course here in the state of Wisconsin, the only signature Jack Nicholas course. That, of course, is the bull. We talk about that next on the tee. Forget about changing that dial. More on the tee with Gabe and Steven next on 94.5 ESPN. Four, it's on the tee with Gabe Neitzel and Steven Watson on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. Running out of time on the tee, but we are featuring our course this week. It's the Bull at Pinehurst Farms, thanks to our friends over at Waste Management. Fescue, hole placement, dog legs, hazards. What don't you want to know about Wisconsin's variety of golf courses? It's time for On the Tee to give you a course review. Brought to you by Waste Management, a company that values inclusion and diversity, safety, our customers, and the environment. Join the WM family and visit careers.wm.com. I don't know about you, Stephen, but I think the Bull is one of the hardest courses I've ever played. It is the hardest course in this state of Wisconsin. I will say that on the record. It's it just so. I mean, and Jack is who Jack. I mean, Jack is going to design a tough course, and he likes to design courses that is going to benefit guys who cut the golf ball. If you're a righty, because that's what he did. Um, but there, the front nine is so ridiculously hard. The par four fifth hole is probably the hardest individual hole I've ever played. There's literally nowhere to miss. There's a bunch of trees on the right. And a big gully to the left that protects the green. Like, if you miss left, you're dead. If you miss right, you're in a bunch of trees. Good luck punching out. Like, you have to just hit perfect golf shots around that place. It is, it can be, if you're up for the challenge, it can be exhausting, but can also be very rewarding. It is a, uh, hole five is probably a top five favorite hole of mine in the state. And I don't think I've ever made better than a par. If you told me if, you made if, birdie, I would if, be if I make excited a, if for If I make you. a five there, that feels like a birdie to me. Oh, 100%. But I just love that stretch. Once you get into the woods, um, it's a long course. It always plays tough. There's a lot of water. You know, you have, uh, I believe that is, uh, what, which river is that? Is that Sheboygan going through uh, it? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not too sure about the... But, uh, yeah, it comes into play a, a lot. Oh, I, can, yeah. I can tell you that. Can confirm. I've, I've lost enough golf balls in it. I should probably know its name at this point. Yeah. Um, I it, I think it is one of the best 
public courses in the state. I think it is without question the hardest. I was so in, I was really happy last year when they found somebody to buy it. Yeah, because it was in trouble for for a little bit last year. They had found someone to buy it, but then the pandemic hit. Yeah, you know, and and that buyer had backed out. Luckily, they found somebody else who is still operating it as a golf course, and it's it's in a great area. You know, if you happen to, if you're going up there for a golf trip, and you play, and you, you know, wanna, yeah, you don't want to pay to play the streets. Or, yeah, yeah, go to the bowl, and you'll have a good time. Yeah. I, I love that course. It, it's one of my top top go tos if I'm not going to play a championship course. And it's not it. It doesn't hide anything from you. You know, it, it, it's very obvious about hey, this is the shot you need to hit. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be tough to hit a year? Yeah, probably. Yeah. To, to consistently if you're not be throwing able to do darts, this. Like enjoy your 90s. Yeah. Right. But that's that's what I enjoy about it. It's really hard, but it's not like gimmicky hard. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just very... What you see is what you get. This is the, what the challenge is. Good luck with the challenge. Yeah. Man, it's what a gem. I bet that's going to be on the internship uh, tour oh. across the state. We got to find out. It's been a couple of years since I've gone up there and played it. We got to get up there and, uh, and play it one of these Mondays. That's for sure. We enjoy we enjoyed it today. We hope you enjoyed being along with us here on the T again. Strange Tuesday show, but we're going to be back again next Monday, back on the Monday rotation uh, until the next holiday. And of course, a lot to get ready for next week with the AmFam Championship coming up. The U.S. Open is this month. June going to be an exciting month for golf all over the country, but especially right here in the state of Wisconsin. This has been on the T.